Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Catholic voice in America. On this show, I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like why the world isn't working right now. The Protestant Reformation is over. Christians now have more commonalities than differences, yet evil is spreading and the enemy is winning because we're still fighting each other over self-righteous labels and high-level theology. If you disagree with me, then you're part of the problem. Listen, as Christians, we're all baptized into God's family. We all want heaven, and we all struggle with the same human brokenness. United we stand, divided we fall, it's that simple. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist who was almost murdered twice. But God spared me because he had a higher purpose for my life. My mission is to unify Christians everywhere. This show was created for you, the person who wants to be accepted and loved and reminded that God has a higher purpose for your life. Let's get started. Today, my featured guest is Brandy Gilmore. She is a world-renowned speaker and mind-body expert. And I know that sounds foo-foo, but she also has a PhD in natural medicine. She is most well-known for her discoveries using the power of the mind to create visible and immediate healing results. I may or may not put her to to the test right here on the show live, so stay tuned. Due to the eye-opening results that Brandy has been able to demonstrate, including making her own miraculous recovery, we're gonna get into that. Brandy was you know, down and out physically for a long time. Uh, Brandy's work is quickly gaining momentum and captivating audiences around the world. She works with top celebrities, entrepreneurs, Olympic athletes, athletes, uh, CEOs, podcast hosts, this guy right here, and groups <laughs> worldwide. She has been featured on stages internationally, uh, given a mind-expanding TEDx talk, 80,000 views. I was just watching it. It was brilliant. And she's featured in several upcoming documentaries scheduled to release in 2019 and 2020. In addition to her incredible work, Brandy has a genuine heart and sincere desire to create a better world. I truly believe that. I've met her in person. She's fantastic and fabulous. And we're going to get into what is God up to in her life? How is he using her to bring his love and his healing into the world through her? Brandy, welcome to the show. You can find her at brandygilmore.com. That's brandygilmore.com. Brandy, welcome to Broken Catholic. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Joseph, Thank you so much for having me here. And I would say one of the biggest gaps in that intro is that you said that I work with podcast hosts and it's only the cool ones. Only. <laughs> you know, that was so, a given. That was a given because my audience knows I'm cool. Come on. I, I mean, I had the, as you mentioned, I had the pleasure to meet you in person and it was fun. I have to say it, it was fun hanging out. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely an energy there between us and you know, I was like, who's this girl? She's acting all like whatever. And because you got a certain look about you and, and all that. And then uh, I really got to see your heart. And I also got to see your levity. You like to have fun. You went up and gave a, a, a talk at the mic and you did this whole, you messed with the audience's brain. And, and you caused this shift in emotions literally in seconds uh, across the entire room. And I was like, wow, she's a powerful speaker and she's fun. Very cool. So you really know how to back it up. All right. Share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. I have to tell you, I'm super transparent. I love transparency is liberating. Um, 
Okay, I'm gonna help you with this. Yes. So go ahead and share with my audience because they don't know uh, and keep it, you know, really quick. Just give us a little backstory. What happened to you illness wise to your physical body? Walk us through that, that journey, what that was like for you and then wrap it up how you came out the other side and then we'll get into uh, what you're up to now in the world. Um, as far as my injury, you know, honestly, it was a place I never, uh, never thought I'd be. I'd always been uh, very, very athletic, uh, very fit. And I ended up, I had a car accident and then a fall, um, ended up wheelchair, walker, cane, um, extreme pain for about seven years, um, morphine mm. every day. And, uh, uh literally I, it felt like my, um, my entire life was just suddenly taken away from me. What was that like for you? You know, I think that it was, it was a lot of things. I think at first you kind of just go in disbelief. Like, so it was an accident. And I'm like, okay, you go to the doctor and like, they say, well, we can't do anything, but then there's this, you go to another specialist. So I don't think like at first I'm forever an optimist. And so, uh, so it didn't really hit home until like, it was just like, okay, this is going to get better. It's going to get better. And then a year passes and it just, it, it was, I mean, it, uh, by far the hardest time in my life. Mm. Did you by go far. through those five stages, you know, denial, depression, you know, then you come out the other end to acceptance. What is it called? What's the law, the five stages of grieving or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? I, I would say I probably went through like 20 stages. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got it. it. It was up and down. You know what I realized was it depends. Like I, I would go into, uh, I mean, just, wanting to like deep depression uh mm. to going okay let me figure this out let me figure out how to get better you know if if there are people who have gotten better from prayer healing or people who've gotten better from the placebo or people who got like it was like you know the more what i found is as long as i was looking for the cure or looking for an answer or i had hope as long as i had hope i was okay if i didn't have hope i was a mess and so it was more like a, a roller coaster on, on days when I was like, oh my God, this is never going to work. It's like, I'm just, I have no future. I have no possibility for life. And I was even on morphine every day and a handful of, of medication. And I was still in so much pain uh, and it, it was hard. So it was like, I mean, just, I wanted to just be out of my body. Mm. Um, and so it was, it, it was, it was a roller coaster. <laughs> Hope yeah. was key though. <laughs> I get that you can laugh about it now, right? But I really want my audience to um, get the level of pain you were in. You like to use on a scale of one to 10. What was your level of pain? And describe that pain briefly. We'll put it this way. Um, CRPS, so complex regional pain syndrome, which is a, I was given a list of ailments, CRPS, uh, nerve lesions, spinal end plate fractures, all of that. There's something called a McGill scale of pain. And it goes to level 50, and 50 is the highest. Uh, CRPS type 2 is said to be the highest thing on the pain scale at like a 40, I think it's 48 or 47. And to give you reference, it's said that childbirth um, without medication is somewhere in the 30s. What? Yes, fracture is somewhere around like 19 or 20, somewhere in there. There's different, uh, uh, yeah, so... Uh, either way, this is the thing is people are always going, you know, my situation's worse. Like if you've ever heard somebody go before, oh, you think your day was bad? Let me tell you about my day. 
And so there's a lot of one-upping with mine is worse and all of that. And, and so I don't, I'm not going to say mine was worse or is better. All I'm saying is it was a lot of pain. Um, so much so that there was a lot of times that I was just, I was like literally laying there in pain on all of these medications. It didn't want to even breathe. I would just like, it was like, if I, if I, the more my chest expanded from, from breathing, the more pain would shoot through my body. And so it mm. would just, it was frustrating because I would be just laying there. And when you don't want to breathe fully, then you feel like you're laying there in pain and suffocating. And then I would mm. take a deeper breath and more pain would shoot through my body. And I just, it just want to scream. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to say this just because the show is called Broken Catholic, so I'm going to go there for a second, okay? Um, if you read about, uh, you know, Bible times and Jesus and his crucifixion and how the Romans crucified someone, they would die from asphyxiation, from the pushing up on the cross with their own feet just to gasp for air, which caused extreme pain. They didn't even want to take the breath, but they needed it. Very similar to what you're describing here, even though you were lying down. Um, so to me, uh, what I'm hearing is a slow crucifixion over 10 years of chronic pain and BC nation. I really want you to get that for you right now, if you're listening and you're in chronic pain, this is why I'm bringing Brandy on the show right now, because I want to offer you hope. And so many times we let go of hope. We let the light go out because we've tried so much and it didn't work. And you've had so many disappointments, so many letdowns, and you just want to quit. You want to give up. You want to be outside of your body. And some of you have even contemplated uh, those thoughts of ending your life and, you know, giving back the gift that God gave you because you don't want it anymore. You and know, it's crazy. This is, if this is what life looks like, then why would you want to keep living? What did you want to share, Brandy? When you said, you know, thoughts of, of living your, of ending your life. You know, during this time, it wasn't even that I had intentional thoughts of ending my life, but it was like my brain was on a, uh, an exit strategy, like something would happen. Let's say the, the trash truck would drive by once a week, and I would literally think about, oh, I wonder if I could wheel my wheelchair in front of it, and that would end it all. And it wasn't like it was a... It, it, you know, then my mind would go, oh my God, like, then what? So I'm going to be on my tombstone, died by trash truck. <laughs> and then, and then not only that, but the, the guy or woman, whoever's driving it, then what, how are they going to feel? But even on the way to the hospital, like people would drive me to the hospital all the time and I'd be laying against the passenger door, just like laying there. And I would think, and it was just like, my mind just did it automatically. It was just like, I would think, what well, I would look at the side mirror and see who was in that lane right there and think if I opened the door and just fell out, would I then die? And then in my mind, I'm thinking, no, I'd probably just end up in worse pain if that's possible. And I'd be a vegetable and everything else. And I'm like, probably what stopped me is I was like, with my luck. <laughs> I, I, and I get, we can laugh about it now and BC nation. I want you to know, and, and I'm so glad Brandy just went there with you because she's getting as real and vulnerable as a human can. And, and sharing how your mind, when you're in chronic pain, can go from rational to irrational in seconds and, and have these thoughts that are, don't even make sense. They're not even your thoughts. And in the, the Christian space, we get that, well, if there's a God and we believe in God, 
uh, and there's good and he's good, then there must be evil because the entire universe is set up with this polarity. We see it day and night, moon and, and sun, et cetera, right? And so we know there's evil out there. And we also know that these dark thoughts, these evil thoughts and your life, you know, if you just fall out the car, this is not from you. This is not even from your own mind. This is thoughts of the enemies put in there so that you end it all. And, and, and I, I really commend you, Brandy, for, uh, you know, shifting back into rational thought and going, wait a second, I would end up with two wheelchairs. That's going to suck worse. Uh, so really great. All right. So let's, uh, I, I wanted to go there with the audience so that they really get the level of pain. And you're not trying to one-up their pain, but darn it, science can back yours up. You have the highest level of pain, you know, that we can research and track, et cetera. What do you want to say to that? I would say to me, it's all subjective. You know, I think that sure. the emotional, to be honest, emotional pain is probably the like, I don't know, because I want it out of my body. It's just, it's it, all of it. I think that it's really, to me, when you're going through a health issue, and especially people are, who are, think that they're terminal, they've been told that they're terminal, they're told that they won't get better. I mean, there's the pain of, it's, it's all, yeah, you know, I really can't say one person's is worse than another because it's just, it, I agree. you know. I agree. I agree completely. Um, so let's talk about uh, turning chronic pain into chronic gain. And I know you've coined that phrase and I really love it um, because there's so many people in chronic pain and they don't know how to get out of it. And of course they want to turn it to chronic gain, but how do they do it? So I'd like to uh, do something I don't do on the show, um, but I'd like you to walk us through exactly what you do. And I'm going to give you, uh, is seven minutes enough time to do that? Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> BC Nation, I love putting a, a challenge to a guest because I get to see if they're the real deal or not. So let's see what, um, what Brandy does real time in helping people to heal themselves. I believe it's God doing the healing, but we got to get out of the way. Uh, sometimes our mind is blocking uh, some things. And Brandy believes it's all attached to emotions. There's some kind of chronic emotion you're living with, you're carrying, you don't even know it's there. It's a blind spot. But when you're able to release it with her assistance, she just guides you through because she's done it for herself. And now she's teaching others how to do it. And you release that emotion and releases that pain. Is that about right, Brandy? Yep, that's about right. Look at me. I have a PhD in, <laughs> yeah, natural understanding of that natural medicine. Okay, great. So, uh, Brandy, I'm going to say this to you. Um, I have, and, and BC Nation, I'm going to put myself on the spot. I'm going to be as real and vulnerable as uh, Brandy wants to go, um, which uh, may have consequences for me later with family and friends and other things. So, let's see what happens. Uh, so, Brandy, uh, right now, um, what do you want to know about me or what I'm struggling with with physical pain? What's your pain and what's your current level? All right. Um, shoulders and neck, uh, tight, um, very huge tightness. It's the most I've ever experienced in my life. It's been going on probably about three months-ish. Uh, um, and everything I'm trying uh, just will not relieve it. it. There's temporary relief on a scale of one to 10. Sometimes it's a nine or 10. And uh, chronically, when it's subsided, it's at a two to four. So I, I, I just don't feel released. I'm constantly in this tightness. And what's your level right now? Right now is about a four and a half. And it runs down my right shoulder is the dominant. 
uh, across my uh, shoulder blade in the back is where I feel the pull, and then right up uh, the right side of my neck. Okay, so I'm just gonna feel it for a moment. So um, if you're familiar with like mirror touch synesthesia, it's where one person can feel what another person's feeling or mm. empath on steroids, however you wanna call it, but let me just feel what you're feeling. Um, okay, I feel it. Um, let's see. Ah, okay. So you said as vulnerable as, okay, so here we go. Oh boy. <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. Okay, here we go. Um, you've had a, a recent uh, shift in your, you, bingo. Uh, who's your partner relationship? I uh, just got engaged about two and a half months ago. I get married in about uh, 19 days. Okay. So this is where we're going, just so you know. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Family and friends cannot okay. listen to this show. <laughs> okay, so, uh, okay, oh, this is good. This is good, and it'll be fun. So uh, let's see. So, bingo. Okay, there we go. So, uh, so first and foremost, we're going to work also. So I want you to look at, I'm going to give context real quick. Okay, so. Uh, if you ask the average person if they want more money, they would say yes. Okay. Then in their subconscious mind, there's going to be beliefs like, oh, if I have more money, like people will judge me or criticize me or it's a lot of stress or blah, blah, blah. So, so we're not, so your conscious mind, um, zero to 10, getting married, like level 50. Awesome. Exciting. Right? Correct. Okay. So there's some things that you've heard that are in your subconscious as far as feeling like, um, there's a feeling, yes, uh, that marriage can be hard. Yes. Okay. Um, and that it can be, it can, it can be hard or it can be like a lot of, um, thing of obligation. Yes. Okay. Um, so just for a moment, I want you to think about, okay. So have you seen people with really, really, really great marriages? Yes, I have. And have you seen people with very abusive relationships? Yeah, and I grew up in one, right? So I saw okay. it go to hell real fast. Exactly. And that's why your subconscious mind is, is up, okay? So this is the thing. You are just like your dad, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Are you really just like your dad? Uh, I like to believe I've worked on a lot of uh, the negative qualities um, and I so, um, so now left with you. a lot of the positive. So let me, I mean, and I'm going to interrupt a little bit just to let you know ahead of time. It's kind of like you're going somewhere. If you're driving the car and I'm asking you, oh, turn here, oh, turn here. So I might okay. interrupt and it's with respect and, and that's adoration. fine. I do that as a host. So <laughs> just let you know. Um, so are you really just like your dad? I don't believe I am anymore, but I do have again? a lot of those. I don't believe that I am anymore, Say but that I have again? tendencies. You don't believe you are anymore, right? Correct. Can you accept that fully? Can you stop identifying like your dad? You're not like him. You're not like him anymore. That was old. So you got rid of the, you worked on the stuff, but you still have this, a bit of identity of being like him. Hmm. 
and you're, you're different. And if you look at your life, your life is different. Your purpose is different. What you're doing in the world is different, right? It really is. Okay. So is your marriage going to be different? Yes. What? Yes. That's my intention. Okay. So I want you to notice your pain level right now. What's your level? About a four. Pulling okay. down my right shoulder blade. Okay. Totally. And uh, bingo. 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 Can you just for a moment, can you close your eyes? And could you imagine that your relationship is so freaking amazing and beautiful that it is supportive and loving and kind and just everything you want it to be. It's what you want it to be, just like what you're doing in the world is different than what your dad is doing, that your relationship that you create with your wife, your soon-to-be wife, is what you guys want it to be. And it's different. They, yes, there are bad relationships and there are good relationships. Yes, there are bad relationships, but there are also good relationships. What are you going to do? I'm committed to having a good relationship. What's that? I'm committed to having a good relationship. How committed? How committed? I'm 100% committed. What I feel, where I feel out of control is the, uh, the pulling from others that don't mean uh, ill to it, but it's all they knew. Um, and they're putting so much stress and struggle on the relationship. Okay, and so, so wait a second. So if I told you I can't have a good life because of stress of people around me, what would you say? I would say shed them. Okay, so you would tell me that honestly? I, I would honestly you be would. be real with what's real? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like you. I <laughs> like you. So just for a moment, you're going to be real with what's real. You've got to protect your relationship. You've got to create it. What do you want it to be? Can you do that? Or are you going to be like a victim and keep chaos and blah, 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 or what? I'm confident in that I can um, protect that because I've done that and created the life that I want. Um, I'm, interrupt. I'm going to interrupt. Can you say that again? I'm confident that I can do my part. I feel doubt uh, that my future wife possibly could do okay. hers and that, that now there's an access. Okay, so I want you to notice your level of pain for a moment. What's your level? About a three, which is overall tightness in the neck. Okay, and so what I'm wanting you to do for a moment is I want you to notice you said, I'm confident, but my wife, but my future wife, I'm not so confident, but I'm, right? So I want you to notice that. So I'm wanting you to have, I want you to stay in the positive right now. Okay. And I want you to, so that's why I asked you to, I cut you off and asked you to repeat the first part, okay? Is just for a moment, like this is the thing, if, if you were, if you're starting, if I was, if I told you I'm getting married, how confident do I want to be? Hey, I've got this. I can create an amazing relationship. I can do this. How confident do I want to be? Uh, okay. 10. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask you to find your confidence. And that says you and your wife's bond, your soon to be wife, 
your bond is going to be so strong and you know that you guys can protect your sacred union and you know for sure you can do that and it's going to be amazing and you're going to create a freaking awesome marriage and it's not going to be your parents relationships it's going to be yours and that you're going to do it differently and better and you're going to learn from their mistakes and they want you to learn from their mistakes and you're going to do it differently and you know you can do that right right i can do right? that you can, I can do not? that. I, yeah i think the the rub is no 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 don't go into the rub okay can you do that yes i can do that what yes i can do that how do i do it without do being that. controlling though Okay. Like some of the stuff yeah. I don't want to do, right? Then you, this is how you do it without being controlling. You create a common vision and you work towards a vision. See, if, it's mm. kind of like this. If you know, if you're driving a car and you know you're going to the ocean, you just drive it and you have a destination. You don't have to control every road. If there's a road that's blocked, you take a different way. You have to control everything. You know where you're going. Mm. So when you have a common vision with your partner, and you know where you're going. You don't have to control every moment because you have a common agreed upon destination and vision. And you're both working towards that. And if they take a different route or whatever, but you know that you're like, you don't have to control every road. You don't have to control every moment. That's control. Right? I get that. Yeah. So if you say, hey, soon to be wife, um, this is my fear. This is my vision. We're going to have an amazing relationship. This is what it's going to look like. We're going to do this. Let's create some, some protectors around it. This is, this is my parents' relationship was that, and I don't want that. This is what I want. You on board? Yep, you're on board. Okay, cool. This is our destination, right? Yes. Okay. I can, I can, can do, you that. do that. Does I that can. feel controlling? No, that feels very comfortable and very aligned to me. Great. What's your level of pain? About two and a half with, with some tightness still in the sh shoulder blade. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I want you to notice the part of you that's wanting to say inside, but you don't under, but there's somebody, but I want you to notice your yes, buts. Darn it. <laughs> okay. So I want you to set those aside. This is the thing. Okay. You can't feel, this is what happens sometimes with people in, when they get in unions. Like if I ask you how much you have felt in control of your life with God in your life, how much you felt in control, how much would you say that is? <laughs> Uh, overall, uh, 2%. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there's a sense you have a, an empowered feeling in your life, right? You're not. Right. Meaning nothing. now I've surrendered my control to God, his plan for my life. So I feel very confident about that. And, and when you take, when you take on, um, new tasks and stuff like that, do you feel a sense of confidence in yourself? I do after I have a, a few small victories in it. Yes. There you go. Okay. I could go from zero to a hundred in confidence with one or two small victories. Great. How do you keep that confidence in your relationship? Mm. Mm -hmm. And we've had some recent victories that were big ones too. Say that again. We've had some recent big victories in our relationship. Great. Level of pain. About a, about a two, mostly tightness. It's the, it's, there's like a hold there. Okay. And, uh, I know the underlining, uh, emotion. We, we, uh, there's, uh, 
you know the underlining lining emotion. Go ahead. Disappointment. Um, actually, are, are you okay if I take you a different direction? No. Uh, yeah, go. Okay. At BC Nation, we're going to go over time on this episode, or I may even break it into two because, darn it, I'm going to be a little selfish and uh, be loved on right now. So, Brandy, please, thanks. Continue. I love it. I love it. There we go. Thank you. Um, okay, so there's a part of you that's, that's got some uh, resistance towards the wedding coming up. So notice there's a feeling of excitement and there's also a feeling of, of resistance, we're honest, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay. And uh, so if I told you I was going to get out and drive my car today and I was going to put one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake. <laughs> I'd say you're insane, woman. <laughs> okay. So I want you to notice. Her Darn it. <laughs> BC Nation, this is not easy being emotionally naked in front of <laughs> listeners in 50 plus countries. But yeah, you got to walk the talk. Please continue. Or, I love it. You're so amazing. You know that? You're amazing. Thanks. You're awesome. And this is the thing. Look at the way you grew up. Look at the relationships around that. So that's showing up. And this is what's exciting. Is this. Is that this is the way I see it. We were, we were talking. So when we look at the Bible, when we look at where it says, a merry thought is a medicine to the body, ill thoughts will dry the bones, Right? This is what's exciting to me about everything that I do. Is that any pain or ailment or health issue we have is God's biggest message to us. It's like, we're like, we're literally like, well, I'm trying to do this. I'm busy doing this. And we have this pain and we're like, God, I want this pain to go away. And we're like trying to do this. And God's like, um, let me, I'm, I'm trying to tell you an answer. And we're like, shut up, God. I've got to keep going. <laughs> And then we're trying to like do something. We're like, I got this things to do. And we have this pain and we're like, ah, just go away. Pain it or like get rid of it. And God's like, um, you, you want to change your expect, like you want to change what, and we're like, shut up God. And that's what our body is. It's literally any ailment, anything that's going on. Like right now, this is the most important message that you need to know as you're going into your wedding. What's your energy? What's your footing? What's your confidence? What's your common picture? It is safe. And you need to know that. And, and have this established as you're going into your wedding. So it's, it's literally God's gift to you that says, hey, hey, pay attention. And we're like, shut up. <laughs> shut up knee pain, shut up back pain, or whatever it is, shut up headache. And it's, it's a message. And that's, what's, that's what I love about what I do. And it does, it takes authentic change. It takes for us to really go, okay, what do I need to, to shift? Mm. Um, and, and so, when you look at it for a moment, if you said, okay, game on, I have been feeling some like fear about the wet, like, okay, there's, there's some emotions like, going on. Yeah. Like things could go wrong or certain personalities could act out and yes. Yeah. And the thing of it is, is that you need to be in, like in control of your, your wedding, you know, and, and not in, I use the word control and, and but you and your wife together, like say, okay, look, this is our sacred union. This is our plan for it. This is our vision. Um, even if we look at, uh, I think a lot of times people want to just surrender to God. And if you think about it, like, okay, so healing is a perfect thing, analogy for that, where people go, they pray for healing, they pray for healing, they pray for healing. Okay. But the Bible says, a merry thought is a medicine to the body. Ill thoughts will dry the bones. So they don't take, they just go, well, let me pray, let me pray. Or even it says, Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it 
will eat its fruit. So those who love life will eat its fruit. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And yet people are like, just please God, please God. Like there's this surrender to the point of non-action of saying like, it would be like if I said, God's got the wheel. If I drove my car later, no Brandy, put your hands on the steering wheel or it's going to be a really bad ride. <laughs> and so there is, there's a sense of surrender, but there's also like God helps those who help themselves. There is That's a, right. Uh, Mark eleven twenty four, you know, uh, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received and it shall be yours. And a lot of people are like, I don't need to pray. God's got the wheel. I don't need to have a vision. God's got the wheel. <laughs> it's like whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received and it's yours. And so if you look at that and you apply that towards your union, your wedding, you say, whatever you ask for in prayer, I, and you, you say, okay, let me get this in. I want my wedding to be like this. I want to have my marriage be like this and you create a vision for your marriage mm -hmm. and a mutual vision where you get to be strong she gets to be strong and it's and it's um it's loving and supportive and if you really did that how would that feel how would it feel and what i'm asking you to do i want you to notice for a moment is i'm asking you to feel and the reason I'm asking you to feel is this, I'm gonna explain it and then I'll pull more from you, um, is that if we look at somebody who's embarrassed, their face can turn red. If we look at anxiety attack, racing heart, shortness of breath, if we look at a sexual thought, we get a sexual physical response, depending upon the gender, our emotion, our emotions affect our body. And so I want you to think about your emotions towards the wedding, and towards marriage. I want you to look at your emotions of fear, your emotion of excitement. You, are, you have so much emotion of love and so much emotion of excitement and just adoring her. And I can feel all of that. Um, and it's awesome. <laughs> and it's super sweet. And there's also, because of the way you grew up, some fear, some uncertainty, some fear of outside, all of that. And you need to get rid of that. Mm. You need to be real with what's real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I love that we have that saying in common. And, uh, but so just for a moment, if you only feel excitement, if you only feel confidence towards it, if you only feel trust towards it, if you only have faith towards it, what's your level of faith? Level of faith is a seven and going up. Great. Bring it up even more. Your level of faith. It's all going to work out great. It's all going to be wonderful. Your level of faith. It always works out. What's that? Said it always works out. I have What's so that? much. I have so much evidence in my life of it. Say that again. It, and it always works saying, out. Bring it in. Bring in that feeling even more. Bingo. Good. What's your level of pain? I have this tingling sensation in my shoulder blade, which is the first time I'm ever feeling that. And it's a feeling of something trying to let go right now. And Great. Yeah, it's a very yeah. interesting sensation. It's like awesome. tingling. Yeah, letting go. It's better than the pain, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just for a moment, if you knew it was all going to work out and you had absolute faith, you know 100% sure 
it's going to work. Yeah, you have complete faith that it's going to be wonderful. How excited are you to get married? Very excited. It's going to work out and I'm going to do my part in it to make that okay. happen. So I'm going to ask you to bring in the feeling of excitement and joy. Okay, so excitement and joy, you got about a level three. I want you to bring it up even more, the feeling itself. Bring up the feeling even more. <laughs> Good. Your heart's so beautiful. I love how much you love her. I love, I love it. I know. I know. It's beautiful. Bingo. Beautiful. All right. So I'm going to ask you to notice your level of pain. Zero to 10, what's your level? It seems like it's still in the three to four range. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want it to be. <laughs> Hold on. It's a burden. Okay. I've been carrying it so long. Okay. Here we go. Bingo. All right, so I'm gonna go more into, I've been trying to, okay, so here we go. Bingo, bingo. There's a long-standing belief that you have that, uh, that marriage is a bit of a burden. <laughs> yes. Are you, okay, so I've been kind of true. trying to dance around that uh, to, to be vulnerable, but not too much because I, yeah. Oh, just go there, woman, who cares, let's go. <laughs> Emotionally hey, so. naked, BC Nation. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to face your ugly. Right? And, 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 uh, and so just for a moment, um, I want you to notice that part. So if I ask if, okay, so if I ask you how long you felt like a wedding or being married was a burden, what's your level? Or I'm sorry, how long? I mean, how, how long do you remember feeling like being married would be a burden? Yeah, I would say the feeling married is uh, feels like a burden um, with the same, an equal emotion of like, I want it, but it's a burden and it's a sacrifice and all this heaviness with this lightness uh, my, my whole life, my whole dating life. Yeah. So I have a question. Sure. What we get, what we expect we get, right? Yes. So what if you make your marriage a burden? What if it is a sacrifice? I also believe that's what love is, is sacrifice, but I believe there's a distortion in there somewhere. Well, wait a second. I thought Jesus died on the cross, so we didn't all have to like sacrifice. What are you, Jesus? No, I'm definitely not, but I do uh, definitely get the power of sacrifice for the one you love. Okay, but are we supposed to sacrifice? I believe we are. At the right moment. Where does it say that at? Well, I'm not going to do a, a Protestant Bible quoting thing because I haven't <laughs> been highly trained in that myself. Okay, but so but I'm asking Jesus, you. Jesus speaks equally about take up your cross uh, daily to follow him. He okay, but, but I have a question for you. Sure. What would happen? We want you to picture your, your okay, so let's do this. I want you to picture your, your marriage as a burden and as a sacrifice for the next 80 years of your life? As only those two things? No, that in there. 
Okay, got it. I think that's what I've been doing. You have been, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's not really working for me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now I want you to picture what if your wedding and your future is love and supportive and it's not a burden. You guys are like an equal couple and she's amazing and you're amazing and she's amazing and you're amazing and, and it just feels amazing. Yes, that's possible. Okay, so just for a moment, which one do you want to create? I want that one. Okay, so when you say, when we say whatever we ask for in prayer, hmm. believe we have received and it's ours, that's not just the conscious mind, it's a subconscious mind too, right? I agree. So just for a moment, what if it was in your subconscious mind also? It definitely is. That, no, that you're marriage was going to be blissful and wonderful and mutually supportive. Okay. Kind of like this. Have you ever heard the quote before behind every great man is a great woman or yes. an even greater woman? Yes. Okay. So what does that sound like a sacrifice to you? No, it sounds like what oh, I want. Oh, it sounds like mutually supportive and lifting, right? It sounds like what you want, but not what you are programmed for. That's if I were correct. you, I would change that like yesterday. All right. Where do I go? So, How do I do it? Do I buy this in the aisle at the supermarket? Where do I, what do I do? I'm going to ask you to buy into it right now. Okay. Okay. So if you buy into it right now, you think about you, like you're picturing sacrifice and all these things, but you've heard equally quotes of behind every great man is an even greater woman. Yes. Or support it. Like, think about that for a moment. Which one do you want as your marriage? I've also said to some friends recently, I believe this is what's been missing in my life is having this great girl yes so yes. just for a moment it's again it's not the girl it's this and yes. so just for a moment can you close your eyes yes and could you really get in the feeling of going wait a second hey joseph wake up like could you have a relationship that's like sacrifice and burden and blah 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 yeah plenty of people do could you also have a relationship that is, hey, behind every great man is a great woman and, and realizing you guys can be a power couple and, and have amazing life and, and support each other and be loving and playful and fun and incredible. Yes, for Like sure. whether you like uh, uh, George and Barbara Bush or not, I mean, look at how long they were married. <laughs> you don't have to love them politically or anything like that, but look at how, like their, their marriage was just sweet. Let's be honest. There was I, think, I think it's hilarious. That was your go-to. <laughs> it was just sweet. They just, you know, they just passed. Not I far agree. Enough. But anyway, just for a moment. And it, yeah, like, I'm going to ask you to come on board fully. What if you could let go of sacrifice? And what if you actually brought in the relationship that you want? You brought that into your vision. Because remember, whatever's in your mind is your prayer to God. That is your communication to God. Mm. That is your communication to God. So just for a moment, what if you said, oh my God, behind every great man is a great woman. Like you said to your friend the other day, this is what's been missing in my life. You literally have that. You're even more successful. And you realize, look, you guys can lift each other. And it could be really, really, really incredible. My buddy I ran into at the coffee shop today, he, he uh, knows her, he knows me. He goes, dude, like you're so like, 
everything you're doing right now in the world, which is super awesome and powerful right now. He's like, I just feel, I sense, I know, like once you're married, you're going to a hundred times what you've already been doing. And it's going to be like epic and amazing and everything. And I was like, you know, I, yeah, I think, I think you're right. Okay. Wait, 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 so take it. that in even more. Yeah. Take that in even more. Take sacrifice out of the picture. Like you don't need to sacrifice. What if you didn't need to sacrifice? What if you said, hey, Jesus, you already sacrificed. You already did that. Like, I don't need to spend my life doing that. Well, I'm going to make you a better person. I don't it's need to spend you. any more time focusing on that. And that's you what I've done. You don't need to do that. I'm already good. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. I'm going to ask you for a moment yes. to let go of your theories on this. Yes. Yes, and just, just for a moment and see what your body does. The problem is this. Okay, so you know normally I do this fat. Like, I, I can do this. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm very stubborn. And I need you to come with me. Come with, just, just come with. Let's try it. Like, if you go, if you go to, like, try on a shirt at, at the store or something, try on a pair of pants, try this on for a moment. See what your body does. Well, obviously, going to have to shorten this episode because this <laughs> is going on 45 minutes plus. So we're probably going to cross an hour. BC Nation, obviously, I am... There's something inside of me that is resisting, just feeling loved and having an epic, awesome, amazing life. And what this the is, F? Yeah, wait, wait, just let go of sacrifice. Like, like, what if you didn't need to sacrifice? What if Jesus did that for you and you don't have to do that at all? Okay. Okay, stop, stop moving around. You don't, I don't need you to just like do cartwheels and stuff. I'm loosening <laughs> my neck and everything. I'm loosening my physiology. But, but I just need you to loosen your hold of your mind. Okay, so your emotions. So just for a moment, what if your relationship was not a burden, is not going to be, what if you really let that go and you realize marriage is 100% a gift and because you had that belief and you had that feeling, you created that. Okay, so... Watch this for a moment. You've heard in psychology where maybe a woman has an abusive father and she leaves him and creates the abusive or then attracts the abusive man, husband, boyfriend, whatever, right? Yes. So our patterns recreate themselves. Yes. Now, they, they continue to recreate. And the crazy thing is, is that that's how you know, we could put it in psychology. But even when we look at God really being behind everything, Technically, a lot of times what we're asking for is things that we don't want. There's a, there's a, hmm. we're communicating in a, the subconscious mind communicates. It's, I, I get that. Like I'm, I'm asking God to give me the, the strength and everything to deal with the life of sacrifice ahead. Yes, absolutely. Which and is actually attracting the very thing I don't possibly want. What the bleep? Exactly. And what I'm saying is, scratch the whole sacrifice thing, get off that bandwagon. <laughs> and and if, go, if it shows up, it shows up, but get it out of my freaking system. Communicate to God. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe you have received and it should be yours. So instead say, I want an amazing relationship, loving, supportive, kind. This is the thing. Other people have done that. Why can't you? Other people have had incredible relationships. Why can't you? Yes, Plus, other people have had terrible relationships. Other people have had sacrificing relationships. You could be that too. 
What do you want? I want Why that. Are you, but you know, I, you're asking for the sacrificial one. I you know, which is so interesting because I've already had enough sacrifice for more than a lifetime. And, and it's not that I take pride in that, but you know, I have suffered like a mofo and that's not to compare myself hey, to anybody. I, I gotta tell you, but, let me show you something real yeah. quick. Let me show you. You remember when we were asking about the CRPS and the McGill scale of pain and I said, mine's not the worst, mine's not the worst. And yes. I keep backing away from that. That's exactly the reason why, because people have pride in suffering. Yes, they uh, do. And what'll happen yes. is then they want more. Yes, they want they more exactly. suffering. Yeah, and so to me, that's why I was like, Mine's not worse. I know the one-upping game, which then goes, I want to have the worst situation and the worst situation. You think that's uh, bad? And that's why I kept going, but nobody's pain is, <laughs> that's, that's, that's me walking my walk and talking my talk and also knowing I better back out of this one because I don't want to have pride in having the worst thing ever. And that was me living, living, knowing what it attracts. Wow. You know, what's showing up for me right now, Brandy, is that there was a payoff I've been getting all these years of being right, that I can take a lot of suffering, that I can take a lot of sacrifice, and I'm somehow still resilient, and I always get back up no matter what. And it was attracting that just so that I could be right, because there's a dopamine shot in being right. Joseph, you are Whoa. absolutely so right. And... I love that you just were vulnerable enough to, to share that and, um, and, and, and absolutely. And I see that. And the thing of it is, is you, is God is telling you right now, when I said, whatever's going on in our body is a message. God is telling you, don't bring that belief system and that pattern into your marriage. Cause it's going to suck. Yeah. I don't want to carry this. Anymore. What if you said, yeah, and I then I had the worst marriage ever, and then blah blah blah, and it was and I and I oh, bounced back <laughs> from it, and look at me, look at me, it ended up being terrible, and she ripped my heart out and <laughs> killed me, and I sacrificed everything. Mm. And you know what's jacked up? That my brain thinks that there's a possibility of that happening, even if it's a small possibility. It's holding on to that. Can I tell you? There's a part of your brain that's not just that it thinks there's a possibility, there's a part of your brain that likes going through, that has a, a warrior yeah. pride, like yes. I've been through this and then this and then this. And that's why I like, when, again, going back, you know, using myself as an example to not put the button all on you is to say, that's why I was like, oh, pain, you know? No, mine's not the worst. And, and so I always, anytime you hear me speak or any, like I'm always like, that's why even, when we met and I made the audience laugh, I didn't want to go out there and one up everybody. And that's why I went on stage and was like, my heel broke. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah. I remember that. You're like, I had something so bad happen and made me cry, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, <gasps> Is it a near heel death heel experience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had a near, near death experience. I was, I was shopping. And my heel broke. <laughs> Brand, by the way, you did that so well that you pulled in the entire audience. And I was like, oh, crap, another emotional breakdown at the mic. I thought she was cool. And she's just like weak like everybody. And then you did that and you Jedi mind tricked us all. And I was like, that was brilliant. That was I, I broke, I, I broke I my heel at shopping in Beverly Hills. <laughs> That was awesome. So, all right, point all right, B, so this is huge. 
It is. And so, you know, what I would say is, uh, is this, you know, and, and I think this is perfect. And this is, you know, the other day I was basically better stated. I want you to notice first and foremost, you took your pain from a level five and you got it down to about a two, three. Okay. And like, if I ask you right now, what's your level of pain? What's your level? About a two, three with like a feeling of like stuff's releasing. Okay. If that so, makes any sense. Totally. So this is what's great. Five to a two, three, you're 50% there. Okay. <laughs> well said. Okay. So, and little victories. And the thing is, is that the, this mess it's honestly, this is very perfect. And the reason why it's perfect is this is I'll take people and I show them how to shift it. And I'll even do this under medical equipment. So you can actually see it. So you see nice. like somebody's neck, it's red with pain. Like maybe their pain levels are level eight or yes. their back and you'll see the, the scan and I show them how to use their mind. And you'll literally see the scan turn from red to green as their pain goes away. Wow. I and want to see that. totally. And I'll, totally. And so what happens is, is I just show them to shift it. And I always tell people after I do it, I say, okay, you'll want to make sure to ingrain that you want to make sure to keep the changes. So it's like if um, somebody has an anxiety attack and they stop feeling anxiety and the anxiety attack goes away and then they go back into the anxiety attack, they, yes. their anxiety, it comes back. Yes. So people with pain, what I do is I show them this is the thought process that's creating the pain. And so yes. I'll show them to shift out of pain. And then I always tell them, look, you go back into that same old thought and emotion pattern, it's going to come back. You've got to take the shift and you've got to make it real. And that's why, you remember when you said turning chronic pain into gain? Yes. Turning chronic pain into chronic gain. If you think about it, if you really take this and you shift this all of the way towards your life, what does your future look like? How chronic, big is this chronic game? Yes. How big is this message from God that your whole marriage doesn't need to be the wounded warrior story? It could be full of abundance and love and joy and what I've been waiting and wanting my whole life. Yeah. So if you look at it, how important is this message right now at this time, at this, at this time? you know, it's critical. And Brandy, yes. I, let me be real with you and, and BC nation. If you're still listening, <laughs> I'm going to move down with your life. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say when, when Brandy, when you came on and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna put her on the spot and I I'm open. I, I want to be healed, but deep down there was a, no, you don't. And because you don't even know what it is to be healed. You don't even know what it looks like to live without chronic suffering or chronic uh, warriorship and fighting all the time and always feeling that disappointment or it's around the corner. And, you know, I really put that on you as like, yeah, let's see what you got. And, uh, and what I'm seeing right now is um, you've really taken the time to just explore with me. It's really a discovery of what's actually happening, what's going on. And we may not be fully there right now in this show and, and that's fine. But BC Nation, I really want you to get that I didn't get here overnight, right? With yeah. all this. I, I, can Go I ahead. add to this? Of course. Okay. This is what I think is huge for BC Nation. Go ahead, speak right I to grew, I grew up Lutheran. And even as like being like four or five years old, looking 
in like I would be in the church and I remember there was this huge crucifix and I would be like, I mean, it, honestly, at like four or five years old, it scared me. <laughs> it's like, yeah. um, but we all have this, a lot of us, not all of us have a story of sacrifice. And I remember yes. even when I was, when I started helping people use their mind to heal their body and I see the most incredible things I've paralyzed people walking again. I've seen tumors where I work with somebody for an hour and their tumor's gone. If you go to my website, you, you'll see it uh, where there's like, you, you'll see. But either way. Brandy, just, it's been about an hour, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing. I'm not going to. I know. And, uh, and the thing of it is, is this, watch this, is if I ask you how vulnerable you feel right now for this conversation, what's your level? Right now? About an eight or nine. I'll go wherever you want to go at this point. But, but the thing of it is, is this, is watch. Let's say we're trying to have somebody have an emotional shift and they're standing in front of a crowd naked. Yes. How much harder is it to work with their emotions if they're sitting there standing in front of a crowd naked? Oh, okay. You're right. You see, and, and so the thing of it is, is so that- So BC Nation, you're blocking me right now by watching <laughs> No, I'm kidding. That's what I hear Brandy say. But, but what's your emotion? What's real? That would be like saying, look, I have somebody at gunpoint and I'm asking them to bring in a feeling of happiness. <laughs> like, we made it a little harder. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> you know what? And then there's, there's a, 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 if I'm being real about it, BC Nation, there's a feeling of, um, I want to look good to you right now. And I want to take this on and watch me suffer so that you can have healing. And right. So there's a feeling of me trying to be right or look good going on right now. And I think that's what you're speaking to, Brandy. Yeah, absolutely. And if I'm being transparent, there's a part of me that typically I'll, I'll go right in and, and help shift. And there's a part of me that's wanting to be careful with you, knowing that, that the reality of it is, is the more I push you in front of people, the more also you might feel embarrassed. Wow. So it's going to backfire. It'd be like, if, if I said, let's say I got a gun to somebody's head being, be happy, and they're not. I'm like, be happy, damn it. And accidentally <laughs> the trigger pulls. Well, no, <laughs> no trigger. I'm just saying the more right. I put them on the spot, the less they're going to be able to bring in. Okay, so I'd like to create a new possibility with you. Yes. I'd like to continue this if you have a few moments uh, off camera, off, off mic, um, so that we can just go in and eradicate because I believe we're like 90% there and I would love to have this shift. You have no idea how much I would love to have Let's this. Let's do it. Yes. Free. Uh, so BC Nation, you have seen a little bit of what Brandy can do, uh, what she's doing for me. And, and obviously there's some blocks there because, you know, uh, people are listening and all that. Um, but I highly recommend reach out to Brandy Gilmore. I like her when she came on the show. Now I trust her. And I think maybe you should as well. And go to brandygilmore.com. That's brandygilmore.com. And reach out to her and uh, schedule some kind of call or session with her. Brandy, I'm sure you offer some kind of complimentary, like uh, get to know you or, or exploration type of call with uh, clients before they uh, want to work with you. Is that about right? I also, I offer a webinar for people to understand it more because Perfect. most people think like uh, healing with the mind is, is like, it sounds a little odd and yeah, yeah. woo woo. And so, uh, so I offer like a, a free hour and a half uh, webinar that allows people to really understand it. And where can they find that? 
uh, that's on my website at brandygilmore.com. So. All right. So BC Nation, we're going to wrap up this show. Oh my gosh. And Brandy, I got to add in, even though it's more time, uh, my favorite part of the show, we got to have a little fun on this wrap up. Welcome to the confession round. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. What's your favorite thing about God? God is love. Amen. What, what's your least favorite thing? Least favorite thing is that communication, it, 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 that communication is only in the subconscious mind. That if we say, hey, I want this to happen, that it doesn't just happen, that we actually have to get it in at a deeper level for yeah. it to really happen. So your least favorite thing about God is, God, why didn't you make this a little easier for us? Yeah, but right? then when I was also about thinking about wanting to die, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been, that would have so, you know. It's <laughs> so I guess it was useful that God yeah, put it was useful. these uh, boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> what are you most afraid of? Losing connection with God. Amen to that. What did you spend way too much time doing in your 20s? In bed taking morphine. Wow. In bed, taking morphine, BC Nation. What secret fear do you have about others, about people? I always say you can trust people's hearts, but you can't trust their hurt. <laughs> so when people are hurt, they're reactive, they're, they're that. And so everybody, I, you people have such a I good heart, that. but you can't always trust their hurt. And so the more people heal themselves and they get rid of their hurt, the more they're just heart. And you can trust that. You can trust the person's heart. So that's what you're up to in the world. That's what you're standing for. That's your mission. Absolutely. Bring out more hearts and less, less hurts. You heal the hurt. Heal the hurt. You heal the body. You heal the life. You heal them. Oh, it's just, I love it. Yeah, it's love. Uh, what's an, uh, what do you wish you had learned sooner about God? How amazing God is and how God lives and, and really is listening, is really listening and really is answering and how to communicate. He really does. What's a new habit you want to form? Um, new habit that I want to form. I, I, I'm a person that if I have a habit to form, then I create it. Uh, I would say. Great. Create it here. You had me do some heavy lifting. Let's go, woman. Um, new habit. Uh, Anything in the world. What do you want? Starting a podcast. Got it. We may be able to uh, work out a possibility there. Uh, you know I'm going to ask you to be on it. All <laughs> right. Got it. And what's a bad habit you want to break? Bad habit I want to break. I don't know that I really want to break it, but I have oh. a. <laughs> oh, tell me that one. <laughs> I have a tendency to, to get little sleep. I love life so much. I have to like, I feel like a, an eight year old, I have to put myself to bed at like three o'clock in the morning. I have to go like, all right, it's time to have to go to bed. So I don't really want to break it, but I probably should sleep more hours. But you know what? It makes sense. Cause you were in that chronic pain, bedridden and everything and wheelchair for all those years. So it makes sense now that you have, your life back. You want to live it with all in. Totally. Like I, I don't want to put myself to bed. <laughs> I love it. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Um, awake, kind and loving. Awake, kind and loving. As the millennial says, you're woke. 
That's right. I'm woke. <laughs> woke. Pick three words to describe uh, who you are before you experienced God's healing in your life. Before, I would say uh, stubborn, um, hard-headed, <laughs> um, and unaware, asleep. Brandy, why do you guys say those things to me? Just because I'm behaving that way right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was me. That was I got me. It. And last question. If you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye and tell them only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? I would say God is listening. Get better at communicating. And I would also hope that I would actually get that really communicated to them before I die. That's Amen to that. Love it. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about having a relationship with God versus not? That we are part of God. So we always have a relationship with God. And if you don't nurture it, it's like if you, if you always are in, if you're in your house and it's a mess. You have to live in that. So we have a relationship with God, no matter what we cannot separate. And you might as well make it the most beautiful thing because your whole life will be better by nourishing and, and creating and really developing and understanding that relationship with God. It's, it, it's everything. It's everything from that. You have everything. Wow. I totally get that. BC nation. Do you love listening to the show? Do you love that? I bring on guests like Brandy Gilmore to coach me live on the show and, and you get to, you know, really learn and, and listen and possibly heal through hearing me or hearing their stories. Like, do you love that? Are you inspired by that? Then I recommend share the show with someone you love in your life and also go to iTunes and uh, go ahead and subscribe. If you haven't yet, write a five-star review about Brandy and what she contributed to your life today. And even more, take the action of going to her website, brandygilmore.com. It's brandygilmore.com. And that's spelled with Brandy with a Y, brandygilmore.com. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask this, BC Nation, and I'm going to keep asking this every single week on the show. I'm going to invite you to schedule a clarity call with me if you're going through suffering and hurts and you have blind spots, things you don't even know, you don't know, kind of like what Brandy just did for me. I can do for you and through my spiritual coaching business. So I invite you to schedule a spiritual clarity call with me at josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. That's josephwarren.net forward slash possibilities. Brandy Gilmore, thank you for being God's precious daughter and showing up and wanting to serve others through his healing. I really love what you're up to in the world. And thank you for serving me today. Really appreciate Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And we all here to help each other. So thank you for having me. I adore you, Joseph. Thanks. God bless. God bless. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day and I'll see you right back here next week.